In today's episode, guys, I'm going to be talking about three things to avoid if you want to be successful in 2023. Those three things are doing generic training, having zero accountability for your goals, and not tracking your progress. These are three kind of cornerstones of effective training. And if you want to be successful this year with your training and you want to achieve big, ambitious goals, then these are three things that really have to be implemented into training in order to be successful. Because without them, it's really, really hard to be uh, successful, to get good results, and also to make those results long-term and sustainable, which is another really key aspect of effective goals. So if we start with the first one, generic non-specific training i see this all the time from hockey players doing bodybuilding training doing long distance running doing only bilateral lifts for example back squats only not doing single leg exercises so just really really generic training and the problem we have here is that hockey has got specific demands it places on the body and if you want to be uh, an effective hockey athlete you have to meet the demands of the sport through specific training So if we're doing generic training, it's no surprise really that you're not getting the results that you want by doing the type of training that isn't really designed to improve your performance as a hockey player. So if we take long distance running as an example, the nature of hockey is it's a repeat sprint sport. So being able to do a short sprint, recover quickly and go again. Now there's a place for long distance running, but it does not prepare the body for that type of intensity. You have to learn to produce high speeds first and then learn to repeat those speeds um, in in consecutive efforts not long slow running because in effect what you're doing there is just teaching the body how to run slowly so if you're only doing that then you're not going to prepare the body for those high intensity actions which are the kind of key elements of the game that that basically determine the outcome the outcome of the game is you know how many goals can be scored those are usually produced during high intensity actions like penalty corners um, sprints you know, being able to recover quickly, get into goal scoring opportunities and, and do that kind of thing. And if you're a defender, equally being able to keep up with the attacking players and stop them from scoring goals as well. So as I say, every now and again, long distance runs may be appropriate, but if you're only doing that kind of conditioning, it really will not prepare you for the demands of the game. So doing this generic type of training is not going to prepare you for the nature of hockey. Other things like bodybuilding training I hear about all the time as well. So doing body part split training, for example, doing like chest day, back day, leg day. Again, you have to think about what it is you're trying to prepare the body for. In hockey, there are a number of really, really key injury sites. Things like lower back, hamstring, adductor, ankle. There are others, but those are kind of of some of the key ones. You've got to think, are you giving your body enough load in those areas in order to be able to prevent injury which is the most important thing of all is being able to stay on the pitch and be available so you can actually get out there and perform on a regular basis so if you aren't doing those things then it's pretty likely that the injury risk is going to be higher so for example if you're just doing chest day think about how does that relate to your the demands of hockey how does that make me a better hockey athlete again there's a place for hypertrophy training like it as part of a holistic program but not if it's all you're doing is generic bodybuilding training. It just is not preparing your body for it. If you take an example session uh, for a for a hockey player, as an example where you might do things like split squats, Romanian deadlifts, things like single arm, single leg exercises, much more relevant to the demands of the game, that is going to prepare you far more adequately than doing things like a whole session on chest, which 
may improve you know your aesthetic um look and may improve the muscle growth in your chest but how does that really relate to being able to execute high intensity sprints or being able to tolerate you know low positions tolerate the risk of injury at these injury sites i've just mentioned essentially it just doesn't do those things so you have to make sure that you're doing the work that is appropriate that is going to prepare the body is going to make you a better athlete overall and again the last one around generic training is things like only doing double arm double leg exercises spoken about this a lot before but you've got to make sure you're preparing the body for the demands of the game in the in a game like hockey there's a lot of split stance positions there's a lot of low positions there's a lot of change of direction all of those things happen on a single leg or in a bilateral split stance position not just up and down on two legs again a foundation of strength in things like a back squat is super important and i'm not saying that saying that it's not but if you're only doing that then you're again not preparing the body for the demands of the game so there's a kind of a theme here isn't there so one thing to focus on in 2024 the first one is not just doing generic training so not just doing long runs bodybuilding training and bilateral lifting try to include uh, high intensity sprinting repeat sprint based work um, mass based conditioning anaerobic speed reserve based conditioning a really effective means of achieving that not doing bodybuilding training only but doing total body multi-joint strength and power movements to again prepare for the demands of the game so rather than just doing a back squat you might do split squats you might do a single leg box squat you might do a single leg leg press um that that type of thing and then lastly when it comes to um you know trying to make it more holistic and not just doing bodybuilding training don't work on body part splits work on total body training um and single leg exercises as well and that will stand you in good stead now the second element of um or the second mistake that i see quite commonly is having zero accountability for the goals that you've set yourself so you may actually have the first place in, in the first sort of part of this equation in place, which is having an effective training plan. But if you're not held to account for doing the work, then again, it's, it's highly likely that you're going to fall off or you're not going to stick to it. Or after a couple of weeks, you're going to kind of lose motivation for doing the work. And accountability is massive because you are far more likely to achieve your goals if you're held to account by yourself or by a coach or by your teammates or by your family and friends, whatever that might be whatever works for you but not having accountability is a big issue and i see it all the time people have a plan they're following a plan but they're not really sticking to it it's a bit generic they're not really getting results they're not really doing the sessions because they're not really motivated to do it naturally you're going to fall off and not get the results there and so that's why i put a high amount of value in our program at least on accountability with regular check-ins you know making sure that we're giving you a push in the right direction if we do see that you're not completing the sessions um, either to the standard we're expecting or just maybe not doing them having accountability is massive towards achieving your goals and as i say that can come from multiple places you could come from uh you know your own your own sense of accountability you've said i'm going to achieve this this year and i'm going to hold myself to account for doing this the second element is having peer support so that is you know telling your friends and family um telling you know your partner whoever it might be that you're sticking to this and that they'll hold you to account because once you say that you've set this goal other people will naturally say hey how's that goal going you know are you, you keep are you moving forward are you still sticking to it and naturally that will help you to to remain on task and to keep moving forwards and then the third one um, is a coach so that's why in our program as i say we put a high amount of value on accountability keeping people on track uh, making sure that they're doing all the right work and not dropping off now the third element is not tracking progress and again really common issue that i see and it's something that's going to stop you from achieving your goals effectively 
if you're not tracking key numbers. Now, some of the key numbers that you might want to track are things like sleep, things like energy levels, things like your strength numbers in the gym, um, things like your actual assessment numbers. So and as an, as an example, when an athlete first joins us, we'll do things like 16 pitch lengths based conditioning, um, injury prevention testing, we'll look at mobility testing, we'll look at movement quality, um, and we use this as like a screening tool so we can see exactly where the where the limitations lie, where strengths exist, and we can really be quite surgical with, okay, this is exactly what we're going to try and improve here, and it's not a generic program, um, and we're tracking that based on numbers rather than just like feel or subjective interpretation. Now, one thing which will make this easier for you is having like an easy app to use or using even just like an old school notepad that you're writing things down, but you've just got to make sure you're tracking numbers in some way. Now you can either do that, as I say, on an app, like we use Train Heroic, really great app. You can just log and track everything in one place, um, just saves automatically into the cloud and you can look back at all of your training data as well as things like monitoring scores, assessment scores, everything's just in there for you nice and simply. And we retest this information too, so we can see that progress over a number of uh, number of months. So it's a really effective way of achieving that. If you're not tracking those numbers, what's likely to happen is lack of motivation, lack of clear kind of tangible goals to work towards, and a bit of like ebbing and flowing in and out of work. Now, as an example of this, you wouldn't sit sit an exam, or sorry, you wouldn't sit um, like a university degree program for three years and never take an exam or never have actually have a test at any point the problem if you did that would be you wouldn't know where you stood you wouldn't know what the outcome was and you wouldn't know where you were going at any point you would just be doing stuff um, without any kind of tangible thing to work towards so what you do need is when you first start a program you need to know okay here's where i am and i want to get to here and i'm going to track that all the way along until i get there and i know when i get there because i've hit that certain number without these measurable tangible things it's really hard to hit a goal that you set yourself. So that's a really important factor. Other key numbers are things like you know, how many sessions you've done, like having adherence to sessions. You might think you're training consistently when you look back, you're like, well, actually, I missed a few sessions here or there, or that week wasn't too good. Again, it's, that feeds back into this idea of accountability. So those are the three core things which you, you really have to make sure you're not doing um, in 2024, and that is... Doing generic training that isn't hockey specific and isn't individualized to you at all, it will not help you get good long-term results. Secondly, having no accountability for your goals, aimlessly training your way and sort of like ebbing and flowing in and out of training is just not an effective way of doing that. And thirdly, not tracking your progress either will mean that very simply you are not sticking to your goals. You won't know if you're hitting those goals, you won't know where you stand. And you won't know why you're doing a program as well. And that's another key factor is understanding the reason why I'm doing this program is because this number was this, the aim is this, and I know I'm going to track that um, over six to 12 weeks via these metrics, these numbers, these key, these key things that I can track. So I hope that gives you a good overview of three key things to try to focus on in, this three, in the next kind of six to 12 months, moving into 2024, you might have a big ambitious goal that you're working towards. I want to make sure that you're doing hockey-specific training that's individual to you. I want to make sure you're holding yourself to account, but also you've got someone else holding you to account as well. And thirdly, you're tracking what you're doing and making sure that everything you're doing is logged so you can see it and you can track key numbers across the course of the year so you know when you've hit your goals as well.